Have you ever thought of doing a presentation where you don't use slides? Wow, imagine that. Well, that's what I'm going to be sharing on this episode. I'm going to share some tips and ideas and thoughts around how to present without slides. Welcome, everybody. This is Trevor Lee. This is episode 264 of the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. On this episode, I'm going to be sharing some tips and ideas around how to present without slides. So how many of you go, how many of you think, well, I've got to use slides, Trevor? That's ridiculous. Because, you know, slides, it kind of is the go-to position, isn't it? You know, uh, we've got a presentation to do and we think, first thing, all right, better fire up the PowerPoint. Oh, great. Okay. But what if you went slideless? Could that work? Well, you know, I think it could. I recently saw a keynote speaker in action and they didn't use slides They had two big screens available to them, but the only slide they used was a kind of background slide, which was basically who they were. (laughs) And and that was it. And they engaged the audience for 45 minutes without using any slides. They had a few notes. They didn't have anything else with them at all. So could you do that? Could you do a keynote without slides? Could Could you do any presentation without slides? You know, think about small events. You know, venues often aren't geared up for slides, are they? You know, because they don't they don't have projectors and screens, or if they do, they're not ideal. How many times have you seen or potentially delivered a presentation where you realise the screen is just too small? And it's a big hazard. It's a big hazard. And if you combine that with the fact that most presenters have a desire to fill their slides with tons of words, and you can see that it's not a great combination... So why are we so obsessed with thinking we've got to have a presentation every time we, you know, we we, we think we've got to have slides every time we do a presentation? It's a bit of an obsession, isn't it? Well, we can get around that, I think. Now, if you're delivering virtually, then you might want to have slides just to break up the fact otherwise people will be looking at you on the screen all the time. You say, well, isn't that the same when we do it in person, Trevor? If you don't have slides, they're just looking at you all the time. Well, to a degree, yes. But at the same time, in a room, there's always going to be other things going on. And you, of course, can engage your audience in a room without slides, with props, with body language, with all sorts of things that you wouldn't be able to do virtually very easily. And then, of course, you know, remember the big thing is that if you don't have slides, where will the focus of you be and where will the focus of your audience be? Well, it will be on you and not the slides. And how many times when you see a presenter in action or indeed you deliver a presentation, do you think, ah, the focus is on the slides? Everyone's looking at the slides. The presenter thinks the focus should be on the slides as well and not them. They, you know, you will see people presenting stuff in all sorts of, uh, you know, presentation environments where they're just there thinking that, you know, their job is to press the clicker and introduce and you maybe do a little explanation. But the slides, they'll do everything. But, you know, remember, who, who, who are your audience going to buy at the end of the day? Are they buying you or are they buying your slides? You know, so I think we could all do presentations without slides. I think we really, really could. And that's it. You know, that's whether we because, you know, we, think about it. You're doing that already, aren't you? Because if you're presenting to customers, you don't whip out a PowerPoint presentation every time you have an interaction with the customer, I'm sure. I'm sure you don't whip out a PowerPoint presentation every time you have an interaction with a colleague or a meeting with colleagues or your team or whatever. So, you know, you don't have to use slides. And what else you could do? Well, why don't you think about using props? Hey, now there's an idea. 
a couple of years ago, well, actually, it was more than that. It's probably three, four, five years ago now, pre-COVID anyway, I did a little uh, session with a guy called Trevor Rushbolt. Now, Trevor was building his career business, and he was a big networker, and he was a member of the local Chamber of Commerce, and he got a chance to do a 10-minute presentation at their big meeting, you know. And often, these sort of events, you know, there's a, they, they get tons of people at these sort of events, you know. I'm sure the same wherever you are. Um, but very often, they're held in venues that just aren't geared up for big presentations. And, you know, the screen can only be seen by a third of the audience, and it's too small. We've, we've mentioned that already. So I talked this through with Trevor, and we realized, you know, we identified the venue where he was going to be speaking. And, we, you know, I'd been there before, and I said, it's not great, Trevor, for using the screen. Now, he was one of uh, three or four speakers that day, and chances are they were all going to use the screen. And it would be plainly obvious to the audience that, you know, they couldn't make that work. So we decided we would make Trevor mobile and get away from the slide. So the focus could be on him. And he could wander around the audience with his prop. Now, he's a courier, and he specializes in delivering stuff, you know, wherever you want it, on time, blah, 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 blah. And his big, you know, thing that he uses is a cardboard box. <laughs> so we uh, organized for him to have a big cardboard box, and he had loads of things inside it, and he kept pulling them out. It was like a magician pulling rabbits out the hat. At the end of the year, he won the best presentation. Now, why did he win the best presentation? He won it simply because he was memorable, and because he didn't use slides and everybody else did. And, you know, when people were voting at the end of the year, he stood out because all the all the presenters that you had to choose from had all probably used slides and it was hard to remember anything about them. So it does work. Yeah, and I, I've, I've experienced it myself, you know, many years ago. I remember I did a presentation uh, at, a, at a conference, a group conference, and I was working with a guy. I hadn't really met him before at the time, and uh, I wasn't in Cornwall at the time, and he was. And uh, we had to do a presentation on uh, motivation. And uh, he decided, that, you know, he, he, he was so motivated because he could effectively cycle to work. And so we thought, right, we've got it. And that, this was back in the days when PowerPoint, you know, everybody was using PowerPoint because it was relatively new. It had only been around a few years and everybody was using it. La -di -da -di -da. So we... Um, we managed to borrow a bicycle from the hotel where the conference was at. And when it was our turn to present, <laughs> I said, my colleague Bob, he wants to explain to you why he's so motivated about the job that he does and, the, and where he does it. So he's going to explain. And I opened the door and he cycled in. And as he was, and he cycled around this room, <laughs> explaining why it was a great place to live. So there you go. And, you know, of course, you know, we were hugely memorable. And uh, I don't know whether there's a prize for the best presentation. But, it, you know, and the thing is that if you present in an event and you do something like that or you don't use slides, then it puts pressure on everybody who is using slides because you are going to be so different. So there we go. You know, think about that. I, I do a 20-minute a uh, sales uh, thing for networking events. I've been doing it for a, a while now, and I use an old suitcase, and I stick various things in it, including I do a little sketch include, involving a wetsuit and a T-shirt, and it's all about the, the, the serious point is how easy is it to buy from you, and I challenge people to try and get into the wetsuit quicker than I can get into the T-shirt, and, of course, no one ever takes me up on it, um, and that's the point of that is that you know is it as difficult to buy from you as it is to get into this wetsuit or is it as easy to buy from you as it is to get into my t-shirt 
So, and I've got a big wedge of uh, false money as well, just to add a bit of interest to it. So there you go. And, you know, you can be entertaining. And remember, you know, when we're doing a presentation, we need to engage, we need to educate, we need to, you know, we need to enthuse our audience and to agree we need to entertain them. So if you go slideless, you will tick several boxes. So here are five reasons to go without slides and five things that you really want to think about, I would advise next time it's your turn to do a presentation. So here they are. So number one reason for going without slides is there are no technology things to worry about. You know, I mean, in this day and age, you know, technology is pretty reliable, isn't it? But you've still got to download your presentation. You might have to use, you know, how the clicker works, all that sort of stuff. And if you go to a small event, of course, you know, they might not, as we've said earlier, have the screen capacity or the uh, the quality of the projector that you would really want if you're delivering it. So if you don't use slides, that's all forgotten. You certainly won't cause death by PowerPoint for your audience. You may be one of the few people at your event who doesn't inflict death by PowerPoint because you won't be using PowerPoint. Therefore, you can't inflict it on people. So that's a big tick in the box for your audience and for the organisers and for you. <laughs> and, you know, as we've said earlier, number three, the audience will focus on you because they have to because there's nothing else to focus on. And that's what you want, isn't it? Because you're there representing either yourself or your organisation or whatever it is. But people buy from people. They don't buy from projector screens. Okay? They're buying into you and you are, you know, the way you come across reflects your organisation, your idea, whatever it might be. So, you know, think about that. And then number four is it's much easier to run on time if you haven't got the burden of slides. Because you can simply think, oh, gosh, I've only got, I have been going on a little bit. I need to get to my summary. So you just, you know, move neatly to your summary and you leave out some stuff. Now, if all that stuff's on slides, it's a bit awkward because you'd be going, oh, I just need to flick through these so I can get to the end on time. You know, it doesn't feel good. But when you leave it out because you, no one even knows it's there except you, it feels very seamless and then you come in on time and everybody loves a presenter who comes in on time or even under time. So if you're worried about timing, get rid of the slides. You can run on time. And finally, you know, as I've said several times in this already, you will be memorable and you can have some fun. You know, the audience will really enjoy and appreciate, especially if you've got a few props to pull out, you know, that, you know, might add a bit of humour to the situation. Because, you know, we're all, we all in our everyday business lives, we get involved in presentations, usually sitting through them, whether we like it or not. So if we can break it up, that'll be great. And I tell you what, I reckon you will enjoy presenting without slides. Whenever I do a training session for companies, I always finish with a slide that says enjoy on it. It's the kind of fifth E of my, of my uh, engage, educate, enthuse and entertain. Because I always say if you enjoy delivering your presentation, your audience will enjoy receiving it. So there we go. I've enjoyed sharing that with you. And I'm hoping I've prompted you to think about next time it's your turn to present to think, no, I don't need slides. I can go without them. So try it and then let me know. Podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. How did you get on without slides? Ah, but you'll have fun and you'll be memorable. Now, don't forget, um, if you like this podcast, then please share it with someone who you think will enjoy it as well, because that will be great. Because, you know, word of mouth is the best way for this podcast to keep growing and keep, you know, for me to keep getting some great guests on for you as well. 
And if you do like it and you're you know, listening to it via your phone, which is how most people are listening to it, via their podcast app, if you pull up the show on your phone and then you scroll down, there'll be the f- a few latest episodes. And then you'll get to a place where it says leave a review. And you can click how many stars you want to give it and you can put some words. That would be fantastic. Right. Now, in the next three episodes, I've got three great guests for you. have got Steve Malta, John Henney and Hilary Blair, all of whom are going to share some top ideas to help you deliver better presentations and create more sales. Now, finally, if you would like some help with a key presentation or sales pitch, it might just be 30 minutes on Zoom on a one-to-one basis just to walk through it, just to use me as a sounding board. But if you do that, the best thing to do is initially book a Zoom call with me. Go to my website, trevorjlee.com, and you'll find the link to a 15-minute call. Zoom call, you can just book that in and we can can talk about when what you actually think you need now if you're running a bit close to the event time you might want to just go straight and uh, you'll find on there the booking link to the 30 minute or 45 minute session whichever you think you need but what i would say is don't book me to work with you the day before your presentation okay because there might be a few things that you want to tweak and the day before is not the time to do that four days five days a week before is the time to do that so uh Don't book in too close to the actual event. Right. Thanks very much for listening, everybody. See you next time.